welcome to the Makeshift Podcast, hosted by Chris Powell from Full Steam Designs and myself, Corey Stanley from Las Vegas. <laughs> so, Matt. What's up, Corey? I don't know much. So, how's Vegas? It's, uh, it's busy. Yeah. Yeah, cool. when you messaged me and you said traffic is crazy, all I could think was like, well, duh. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> Vegas. It took us like uh, five minutes to get to the other casino that we went to today because that's mm-hmm. where like shot shows at and mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> so we got a rental car and drove over there and then on the way back i was like oh yeah i got like 30 minutes to get back to do the podcast i'm like we're good i'm like oh yeah didn't move from one intersection for 20 minutes like, what mm. the hell? so i've been in vegas once and i mean it was a long time ago like i don't know 20 something years ago, but there was a flood. And all I remember is like, we got off the highway in Vegas just because like the highway was so bad, but then in Vegas, it was even worse. And I remember like a guy trying to unclog one of the, the sewer drains to get like some of the water to go down, but it was like so flooded. There was underpasses that had filled up with water and like two people died uh, wow. like stuck under them like that. Yeah. That's the only time I've been to Vegas. That's crazy. So it was flooded with water and not like, yeah, all, it, all the, it was all the money they steal from everybody. No. <laughs> yeah. Water. It, it was crazy. Like you like in the middle of the desert and it was absolutely pouring. Huh? Yeah. It was crazy. You, uh, you've been, been like playing games at the casinos or just, yeah, a little bit, not too much. We're staying at the, uh, the, the Luxor Luxor. Oh, that's the, the that's the pyramid, right? Yeah, uh, we got a really good deal on it. We used the like price line or something, and ended up like when you do that, you don't even know which where you're going to end up. And we ended up here, and we're like, cool. Oh wow! Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, we got like the the room and a rental car um, for like under like five hundred bucks for a week. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of worth. Uh, you know, rolling the dice to see where you're going to stay. Yeah. If, uh, and then, uh, someplace cool like that. Yeah. That's, that's the best thing that we've won in gambling so far. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've been up, you know, like a hundred bucks or 150 bucks and then back down. And then, you yeah. know, right, right when we're like, well, we're going to leave. Fuck this. We like get back up a little bit. And we're like, All right. We're going to stay for a bit. <laughs> Man, it's almost but, like they want it to work like that. Yeah. So, so I had, uh, I'd bought like lost, like pretty much 200 bucks and i'm like damn and so i'm like all right i'm gonna go to the bar and because if you sit at the bar with your ticket they'll bring you free drinks so i like go to the bar put my ticket in that it had like 80 cents on it and uh i'm like i'm gonna sit here and play like the pennies until they give me another beer <laughs> and uh, i i go to take my or i i look at the the credit on the on my amount and it said like 212 bucks and i was like what the hell and I like look around because there's people all over the place. And I'm like, was somebody just here? And they like walked off real quick. And I'm like, look around, cash out and walk off. <laughs> it's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, and then I went back to the roulette and, and lost it all again. But it wasn't my money that time. So Sweet. Yeah, you probably robbed some old lady or something. And she's going to go home yeah. and eat cat food or something. Yeah. Yeah, That's probably. Hope, yeah. Hope you're proud of yourself. I am a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, 
I, I guess we should probably say what SHOT Show is uh, for listeners that aren't aren't familiar with it. So I've never been. So uh, what what exactly is it? Uh, so I guess if you're familiar with the uh, Blade Show, I'd do, it would be the equivalent of that, but for guns. Um, but mm-hmm. it's basically anybody who's anybody that is in the, the gun manufacturing world comes here to show off their, their new guns and network and it's it's only for like exhibitors or suppliers or i think there's one other one but basically it's not open to the public like you have to either have one of these companies or be invited and use one of their like vip passes and that's what happened in this case is i did those um gun parts that are not a tommy gun (laughs) and uh they got me a VIP pass to come basically come meet them and, and see the gun that they were showing off and stuff like that. And, uh, it's been, it's been pretty cool. All, all of the people are super cool. Um, yeah, I think it's going to do a lot for the business because basically everybody I talk to is like, yeah, we need, we need one of your machines. I'm like, yeah, you do. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, great. Um, that's really cool. So we're making a lot of, a lot of good connections. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny though. The uh, so the gun. I mean, it looks like a Tommy gun. It's like a modern day Tommy gun. So it's a uh, it has a five five six round um, mm-hmm. AR platform. But you know everything's machined by another company, and then uh, we made the furniture for it. So like the stock and, and grip and foregrip and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they got a cease and desist letter. The first day we were here, like oh shit, <laughs> that that the actual company that holds the patent on the Tommy gun was like, no, it's too much like it. You can't sell it, and uh, like they tried to get them to like take the gun down and put it up. And the the, the guy that like machined the parts is like, no, fuck that. <laughs> like <laughs> we're we're keeping it up. Like I made this. I'm not I'm not taking any money for it right now. But in the future, he probably he will. So yeah. Uh, but it's one of those things where like. They, we don't know if they have a leg to stand on yet because they changed the design like a lot. You know, it's not even the same. It doesn't even fire the same size bullet or anything, and it it's not branded as a Tommy gun. It's uh, called like the archetype, um, and uh, so it'll be interesting. I I feel like it's kind of cool because it's like they pissed off the right people. Like they're scared that it's going to be like everybody loves it, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember. I, I I don't know if it's still like auto ordnance that is making them. Um, you know, like they make, they make like the the real ones or the ones that mm. civilians can buy. Or whatever. Yeah, I forget what the uh, what the brand. It started with an uh, S, Sicario uh, or something like that. Mm. Is <laughs> like the uh, the actual uh, brand that I don't think it's Sicario, but it's very close to that. Mm. I know Sicario is like uh, assassins and like. Mexico or something. So hopefully it's not them. That could yeah. end badly. <laughs> yeah, they'll be they'll be coming for you. I'm sure. Yeah, they'll probably be wanting one of your machines. <laughs> yeah, can we see that for a second? Oh, the machine, <laughs> not the gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So I see you were uh, hanging out with uh, some famous people. I saw like uh, what's the name Yandu there, yep. the the guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was definitely on, dude. 
Yeah, just yeah. They, they, didn't have his they, makeup on. They kept calling him Chuck Liddell. I don't know. I've never heard of him. So. Oh, okay. He, Maybe I that was that. him. I he called him Yondu, really and he said silly. he wanted to fight me, and I was like, well, whatever, dude. I don't know. I feel, whatever, like Mary Poppins. I feel like you could probably take him at this point. <laughs> I know. I think, he's, I think he's a little past his prime. I was like, I think if I hit him real hard and run, I can get away. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's enough people there. I can hide in the crowd. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool when he was, because he was, he came to that booth. Uh, somebody got him from somewhere, and they're like, you got to check this out. So he's like holding the, the archetype, and it's like, hmm. that's pretty cool. I really wanted to walk up and be like, "Hey, uh, I, I made those parts that are <laughs> that you're holding," <laughs> but I didn't do that. I just took pictures, hid in the background. Told him you told him he was your favorite actor, and <laughs> I really loved you in Guardians, of the, Guardians Galaxy. of the Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he loves when people say stuff like that. <laughs> it's Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> um, you seen anybody else around? I've seen a lot of people. I don't know who have like I don't know who any of them are. Basically, yeah. there's there's so many people like, and most of them all wear like polo shirts, but then they have like tactical vests on and stuff. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what nobody nobody wears that around like actually for fun. Like it's not like it's a bulletproof vest. They're just wearing it as like a fashion style. Yeah. Like I got a vest on. Cool. Yeah, I mean, there, there was definitely some people like that at Shot Show or at uh, Blade Show. You know what there was at Blade Show that I bet there isn't there? There were these people that were wearing like platform shoes and like, um, you know, like the long jackets, like leather ones, but like the really shiny, like probably not leather, like it was actually like plastic. Hmm. They had like green hair and whatever. They're a little out there because, you know, anybody can go to Blade Show. Oh, I see. That's not like manufacturers or, you know, anything like that. Right. I think like uh, 90% of these people are like, um, you know, like Marines that got out and are like, I got to stay in the gun manufacturing. <laughs> like some, yeah. somehow around guns and they become salesmen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're a Marine that's also a salesman. Yeah, that's funny because I so I used to manage a gun store. I don't know if I've talked about that much on here, but back before I even joined the Navy, um, I guess it was around 2007 to 2010. And um, a lot of our sales reps were, you know, all prior military and, and stuff like that. And I guess I guess you just stick with what you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super cool, though. I mean, I, I think somebody said that it was somewhere between like six and thirteen, like billion dollars, were spent just at Shot Show this year. Of like everybody that bought booths and crap, like it's insane it's how much money is in that industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I look at what we used to spend just ordering stuff, and you know, at that time, like you couldn't keep it on the shelf, so it's like I don't know. Stuff was just gold when we were buying it back then. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I've uh, kind of been out of that stuff for a little while, so I don't know how it is now. But it was wild. Yeah. So what's what's like the plan then? What were you still doing? Just going around meeting people? Like you got a few more days of that? Or? Yeah. Um, so the people that I'm kind of here with that I wanted to like, because it's basically I've got the the designer of the archetype, um, mm-hmm. and then there's the. Uh, company that was 
contracted to make the wood furniture, but they're, and they're an awesome company. They're like a 70 year old company. Um, mm. but they're just not, uh, really up to date, like with like CNC or the ability to take a CAD file and make it, uh, they do everything by hand, all, mm-hmm. all this hand finishing and stuff. And then there's the, uh, you know, the company that's manufacturing the gun parts and they're like the aluminum parts and everything. And they're, they're a pretty big company. Uh, so it's, it's meeting all them and talking to them. They're all super cool. Uh, but we've got a couple more just meetings uh, to figure out kind of how, what we're going to do going forward. And then I've got another deal that I'm kind of working with the stock company because this guy is like super well connected. I mean, he's got the name of this company that's been doing stocks for 70 years Mm. and they're trying to get it basically retrofit the company to where they're buying a bunch of CNC machines and taking on a lot more work than they have been in the, Mm -hmm. you know, the past like five years or something. So they're like reaching out to all these huge companies and getting these like ginormous contracts and they're having a hard time like fulfilling them. So what we're kind of working with is trying to build a network of people that have, CNC machines that can produce these parts. Um, and so that's been pretty exciting because my what, what I want to do is everybody who buys a machine from me can tap into the network and potentially have an endless amount of money they can make through just saying how many they want to make uh, mm-hmm. of these parts. Kind of like Zometry. They could just like, I want to make 20 of these parts a week or whatever. Um, so that's kind of what we're hoping what we're trying to work on now is is how to make that happen i think there's a ton of potential there um we're just trying to figure out how exactly to get it done that's cool yeah and so if they're not using cncs what they must be using like what like those like copy like the yeah like a duplicator kind of yeah 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 they have they have a bunch of machines that they kind of like i guess made a bunch of these machines you know in like the 70s and 80s that are like i mean he said they can still they can punch out like hand guards and stuff in like five minutes and butt stocks on just these non-computerized machines that are just duplicators mm. and uh so we're gonna try to like work with them on like figuring figuring exactly how it works and then applying that to a machine specifically for it in the future but yeah. it's pretty pretty cool yeah, that is pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that would make sense that you could probably do it pretty fast with mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah. it's just your your the problem would be like if there were any design changes or if you ever wanted to have anything new, like then it's probably a big deal to make yeah. adjustments. Oh yeah. Or you know, to, to like add a new line of something. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we we really need to like go to their manufacturing center and, and get a good feel for how they've been doing it and they they apparently have some custom machine that they spent like 150 grand on you know a long time ago that somebody made for them that they want us to come in and kind of retrofit it and bring it up to date uh, so that'll be that'll be cool yeah yeah it's pretty interesting yeah so we'll see i mean it's easy to Easy to make a lot of promises when you're when you're just talking to somebody, and yeah. a lot a lot harder to fulfill them. So I don't want to get too many people excited, but I think the I think that it'll be easy to kind of make a job platform of like 
Well, I mean, if you don't want to make gun parts, that's fine. Maybe we'll have axe handles and hammer handles, but basically mm-hmm. we want to have just a platform similar to like Zometry where you can like go and pick the parts you want to make. Mm-hmm. And then the end of the line would probably be this company that they can do quality assurance checks on it and do all the finish work to it. So like they'd apply the finish. So they'd get, they basically are going to get a cut out of everything, but mm-hmm. at least it's a way that we can know that all the parts are going to be the same going out the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's a, that is a pretty neat concept. So I've got like an app developer um, that I think can help us with it. But if anybody else has any ideas or knows of a way that they think they could get involved, like definitely reach out and, and let me know. But yeah. Anyway. Sweet. So what have you been up to this week? I saw you uh, put some paint on that um, sheet metal machine. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I pulled that apart this morning and um, slapped a little primer on there. And then I wanted to do like a like a flake red. And I went and got some stuff and it just wasn't really what I wanted. I ended up spending like. I don't know, the two cans I got was like some duple color stuff that was from like an auto parts place and hmm. it was kind of expensive, but it, it looks pretty good. It's just not like as glossy as I would have liked. Um, and I kind of just got tired of messing with it. So I probably need to put some more coats of like clear on it. But, you know, for for right now, I'm just going to leave it. Um, it's not too hard to pull apart again. So, you know, once I beat it up a little bit and uh it gets some scratches on it or whatever maybe one day i'll i'll rip it back apart but it does i think it looks pretty good with yeah, the red as is yeah that uh the paint job on that for, i mean from the pictures look really awesome yeah like that oh color. yeah yeah it looks it looks it looks a lot better in the pictures i mean <laughs> you know it looks good from like 10 feet away so which is fine you know it's a tool it's gonna get used but it would be cool to eventually get like either all my sheet metal tools or maybe even all my tools in that same color. I kind of like that. Kind of like how Keith does his green. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of like that red. And, uh, I, I, you know, I do think it looks good just even in the background, you know, it's got a real like hot rod feel to it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to do a lot of that in the new shop of, uh, you know, kind of that, I want to say it's like, the, the blue that's on the phantom machine but it's also mm. the same blue i have like in my logo anyway and mm-hmm. so it really works out that i can just like go to town and paint everything in the shop blue like that i think it'll look really good like have yeah. like a blue white and gray colors color scheme yeah that's cool yeah i think that really ties you know together like the whole background and whatever even for just pictures or for shooting video and stuff like that and yeah you know it's like it's funny. I haven't po- posted like a picture on Instagram in a long time, but I posted that picture of that and it did really pretty well, actually. Hmm. Like it, it, it got a lot of attention. I think it's just cause of that color. Oh yeah. But hmm. yeah, been doing that. Um, I, I don't remember if I talked about it on here. I, I bought a induction forge a while back and it had just been sitting. Like I had the cooler that had been sitting for a while. Cause you've got to run like, you know, almost like a, a TIG welder where you would run, you know, uh, water through like a water cooled torch or something. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's kind of the same setup as that. Um, or I think they're even the same ones for like the, uh, CO2 lasers. Hmm. So I, I went and got 
a um like this little rolling cart from harbor freight and i thought it was going to be good enough like i thought it was going to be high enough but i decided i wanted it to be like a few inches taller so i had to go get some angle iron um and we got like a metal supermarket here so i stopped there this morning i got a lot done today actually i guess now that i'm thinking about it um i stopped there and they cut it all to length to me and for me and everything which you know wasn't really a big deal i can do that anyways but it just saved me a little bit of time having them do it and i don't think they charged me any extra for it so nice um all i had to do was put some holes in it and you know it, it was able to lift that thing up a little bit but uh so now i got my induction forge set up on there i still gotta figure out how to set it up and everything you gotta you know connect the water lines and i guess that's a pretty big deal with them making sure they stay cool um though they even have like flow sensors in the um, machine itself to make oh, sure cool. like that, that you have proper water flow and that uh, I'm, I'm sure they monitor the temperature too. So hmm. yeah, I didn't even know they made that. So what kind of welding is it? You said that's for TIG welding? No. So it's a, it's a forge. It's an induction forge. Oh. So it'll, it, it's got coils and there's different shape ones and there's some people make them, but I'm pretty sure I'll be able to make my own. It, it, you just, you know, coil up copper, um, whatever size copper line, maybe quarter inch or something. Um, and you can make different shapes and then you, you put your metal in between there and you, it has like a little foot pedal, you hit the foot pedal and it turns on and it will heat the metal up, but it, it does it in, you can, you can use it to do like very controlled heats in like specific areas. Um, uh, okay. like I, I don't even know if you remember with, uh, CJ Dufton there or Cliff Dufton mm-hmm. when we had talked to him at, uh, maker camp, he yeah. uses one a lot for doing like, uh, I don't know, like the shoulders on those like hand planes and stuff, oh, Okay, that kind of thing. So they'll just, nice. you know, real, real precise little heats on stuff. So can be nice for that but you can also use them to heat like a big area and, and do some big stuff i think it'll be fun to play around with but then the water cools it back down quickly or what's the well the water is constantly flowing through the coils so okay. your actual coil that you're using to heat it up has water flowing through it just you know so you're not i i, I don't know i I don't, I don't know exactly how they work to be honest with you like it's huh. it's it's pretty crazy that it just heats it up in that one little area. Um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, hopefully soon I'll be posting videos on that. So, um, you know, if you're curious and seeing how that works and I got a us solid, which is the same one that Chris Zepp had bought. Um, I saw there was a couple out there that some different people had talked about and that just, uh, it seems like a lot of them are the same cause they all come from China. Um, and I'm sure it's just different manufacturers slapping their different paint jobs on them. But I went with this one cause it kind of looks good. And you know, it looked like a, it just looked like a cleaner package compared to some of the other ones. So I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. That's cool. Um, but man, I don't know what else I've been. Well, I'm, so I'm back in school in like oh, yeah, yeah. regular okay. school. Okay. Now I started my AutoCAD class. Like I'm pretty good with fusion. And, you know, obviously some other graphic programs I'm pretty good with. Man, AutoCAD is so different. (laughs) Like, and I don't know, it kind of, I don't want to say it sucks. It has its purpose, 
but it just seems like for what we're doing, I, I feel like it doesn't fit the bill as well, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's what we got to do. So we're going to do that. And then the other sucky thing is then we switch over to, uh, what's that other program called? Uh, the like Google one SketchUp. Oh, okay. Then we start doing SketchUp, which again, just, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't seem like a, that seems like the other end of the, the spectrum. Yeah. Like you've got a super professional program and then you've got SketchUp on the other <laughs> end. It's like, I feel like we could just come together in the middle and, you know, do like fusion 360 or something. And that would, yeah. that would cover pretty much everything in one program. Yeah. I really wonder how they decide like what program they're going to use because like when I did my, I had a drafting class and it was with AutoCAD, and this is I don't know four or five four or five years ago, before I took some time off from from school, um, and it sucked. <laughs> I mean, it, to me, it seemed like mostly like Fusion if you're in like just the two D sketch, but yeah. not as intuitive. I don't think like as far as but I know the shortcuts and stuff in Fusion. I've been using it long enough to like know all the hotkeys or most of them to like get get what I need done. Yeah, it just sucks moving to a different software, even when they when they function the same way, mostly. Uh, right. It's got it's little like nuances that mm -hmm. make stuff, you know, I'm sure someone that uses AutoCAD is like, oh, that's a great feature. And I'm like, why? When I hit the space bar, like I'm trying to type in the length of this line and I hit a space bar or I hit the space bar and that's enter in. <laughs> AutoCAD. So it, you know, instead of putting space seven sixteenths of an inch at the end of something, it, it hits enter and ends what you were, were writing. So it, it just ends up at like a foot and you know, you don't get that seven sixteenths of an inch. And it's like, you got to be paying attention to that. If you're, you know, used to being able to use a space bar, like a space bar is supposed to be used. <laughs> so like I said, I'm sure somebody thinks it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so we've got... I don't know. My, so I had the... My first week of school obviously started this week also. And mm. uh, I'm not there because I'm skipping it. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? <laughs> For Vegas. <laughs> well, I did find out that one of the classes was an eight-week class and not a 16-week. So mm. now I have seven weeks of class <laughs> whenever I get back instead of, huh, you know, good. 16. Um <laughs> So that'll be fun, uh, but there's we're supposed to be using Inventor in that class, mm. and I mean Inventor is or some of it is Fusion. I mean it's AutoCAD right. also. Yeah. So, uh, and I've I used it a little bit before I get into Fusion, uh, mm -hmm. so it'll be interesting to see the differences kind of there. Yeah, I feel like there's more crossover there because oh, yeah. I don't think it'll be like Fusion has elements of inventor whereas i don't really think fusion has any elements of like autocad you know I, I it just seems like there was a lot of other programs that they had like been buying up at at the time that kind of got like fusion going um I, I don't know it's it's hard to explain like i don't i don't i don't i don't i i feel like i don't like relate to any of the buttons in it and the commands like it's just weird yeah 
And then everybody's like, oh, you got to learn the shortcuts. That's the most important thing. And you just type them in, but you can type like the whole word. So like to make a line, I have to write L-I-N-E. Why do people think that's easier than just clicking the box? Like, (laughs) Like the box is right there, you know? If it was just L, okay. But, you know, you hit L and then like, 20 other commands that start with L come up. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I guess it probably, I get maybe if you hit enter, it like starts with the shortest one, but I don't know. It's you just, need, you need to get that thing that, um, Kyle Eli has, and he's been showing it, um, recently. Um, I'm trying to look on his page cause I can't remember the name of it. Oh, here it is. Oh, the stream deck. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. So the stream deck, you plug into your computer with a USB, and it's like a little keyboard, kind of, but with, like, you know, like, bigger buttons, almost like, they look like, it looks like a bunch of apps, apps that are on it, but you can, like, I guess, program it, or hold down each button, and, like, set a command, so he's got his setup for, like, Aspire, I think you can do, like, multiple programs on it, but you can, like, Mm. set this thing up, and all your, all the keys light up with what they actually are in the program. So if you oh, had, no like, shit. undo or redo, like, it would show up just as that. Like, uh, I'll send you the video, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them on Amazon okay. already. Yeah, I'm probably going to order one before we... Yeah, it's, they're pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to get one at some point. But yeah. um, you should get one of those and get it set up, and then just, like, take it into school with you. <laughs> <laughs> and just have all your little hotkeys that, like, make you just, like, run through the program, and they're like, what the hell? would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, this is this is super cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch some videos on it just to because they have a bunch of different options. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They they range from like a hundred bucks up to like five hundred bucks. Oh, really? On how crazy you want to go? Yeah. Oh man, I mean, I they got so here's like the mini, which is eighty dollars, and it's got six buttons on it. Oh, okay. But I think you the one that he had one. was like looks like twelve buttons, maybe. Nine, oh yeah, well this one they got 15. one here that's got like the buttons, like all your digital buttons. And then it's got like knobs and dials and all sorts of stuff on it. So you can probably use it for like, you know, rotating an object or something. That'd be nice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, something else I didn't know I needed. Yeah. That's good. Thank You're you. Welcome. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild week here though. Like, it's like overload to the point where you can't even, like, I can't even remember everything. Like, there's just so many, you talk to so many people that, like, my brain is baked in, like, an hour. Yeah. And then I, like, go back to the hotel room, because I brought Carrie with me, my wife, and mm-hmm. so she's been kind of, like, hanging out at the at the uh, resort here when I'm gone, and then I come back and I try to, like, update her on what's going on, and I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what happened I met people i think <laughs> yeah so how many how many like vendors are there i don't even know i mean there's literally there's got to be like hundreds to to maybe even a thousand i mean it, no, it there's looks, more than that. like there's yeah. there's thousands oh, i mean and then individual people yeah i'm sure there's even more but like actual no, I mean, literally walking around you get lost like i've, I've been <laughs> lost on a single floor for like 30 minutes like where the fuck is the exit and like walking everywhere and like to get, because it's, I don't know, five floors, but they're in like, they're all in that weird shape, right? Because it's like the first two floors are like the same 
size and shape, and it's like probably as big as like a football field of like these two floors. And then as you go up, like the floors get smaller, but the layout is just it's so confusing. Like I think uh, some of the booths were up in like the seventy thousand numbers, but I don't know how they number it. But I know that like you go to a flo- you go to a floor and it's like booth forty thousand three hundred like. Like there's a shit ton. I don't even know. It's confusing, but it's it's wild. Like yeah, my, my I'm feet are killing trying me. Trying to look it like, up and find out, but walking around all day long, it's like just from a few hours of like walking around this place, and I'm like, man, just I'm hurting. So this thing here says it's more than eight hundred thousand square feet, and there are over twenty five hundred exhibitors. Mm, so it's probably broke down by the square foot as the. As the booth area. Mm. I see. Hmm. Anybody uh, like giving away cool stuff or you like uh, got like little goodie bags or whatever? Yeah, I've got some some goodie bags. I mean, every booth you go to, they try to give you uh, stickers or patches Mm -hmm. or if I wanted to collect a bunch of shit, I could. But I've been kind of like trying not to get a bunch of stuff. (laughs) I don't want to come home with like 30 business cards and I got to be like, "Ah, whose card was this? Like... (laughs) Just like I'm just gonna keep the ones I actually want to talk to these people. Uh, I mean, you just need two bags. You're right. You want the free stuff. Like, what <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> they 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 do have a pretty big like it's like a a big bag you can get. And yeah. I might I might get that tomorrow. I br- I got like the little bag to put like the papers and crap in. Mm. But they they got ones that are a pretty large bag, almost like a like a beach bag or something where you could like put towels and shit in it. Yeah, you gotta have Carrie come with you. Just have her carry the one of like the the ones that you don't really want, but that's obviously going to be the bigger bag. <laughs> so that's the thing that sucks, though, is I couldn't get her a ticket in because oh. like that's how like locked up this place is. Unless you have like, because one of the guys was asking me a couple months ago um, if I was going, and I didn't know at the time, mm. and so I was like, ah, I don't know, I'll know closer. And, like we were still trying to figure out if we could even make those parts because we were on such a time crunch that like. We were staying up at the shop till like ten o'clock at night, just trying to like run the machines and try to get things done, you know. And uh, so I was like, I don't even know. I'm not. I'm, I don't know if I'll be able, be able to even finish this job. And then it'd be super embarrassing if I had a shot show ticket and didn't get them the parts they needed. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know, man. And then you know, like we we shipped them the parts like a week before SHOT Show, and they still had to, like, sand and finish them. So mm-hmm. we were like, I don't even know if they'll, if they'll, if they'll be able to get them done. And uh, so it was, like, around that time that I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess since we sent the, par- the parts out, like, I guess we'll go. And he's like, well, man, I can't, I can't get you a ticket because I have to, like, enroll you in my system as an employee and, like, have I have to give you an employee email and like show that I have like a pay stub I give you like they check all that shit and uh, the other guy since he since he's like the manufacturer of the parts and had an exhibitor booth he was able to get me a VIP pass so mm. luckily I was able to get the one ticket and then that, mm. so I, I couldn't get carry in but yeah I don't know if she oh, would have been as don't, much yeah I don't feel so bad about not being there then. Yeah. yeah. Next year, maybe somebody will invite me. It, it is cool seeing that gun around because they've got three different booths, and it's in so it's all over the place because uh, mm-hmm. we made like five sets of parts for them and stuff. 
and uh, it's it looks wicked. It's it's cool just to be a part of it, even if it was like it wasn't my design, but luckily, and I think the guy found me through a Facebook post, which is the craziest thing is that like I had posted in like a CNC entrepreneur group, you know, a couple months ago when we had first started the cyclone design. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, this is kind of what we're doing. Uh, you know, we're trying to figure out exactly what applications it could be used for. But, you know, we think it's good for, and at that time, I'm just doing hammer handles and axe handles. And I, I knew there was like, you know, a bunch of things that we could make on it. But I hadn't really considered the gun industry as like a real big profitable. I mean, obviously it is, but I figured that they were nailed down tight with they mm, have the machine doing it. Yeah, yeah, they have everything they need. But like everyone I talk to is like, man, I don't know why there aren't more machines like yours out there. Like <laughs> we could buy 10 of your machines for the cost of a like a Haas or any of these other big CNC machines. And yeah. then you're basically destroying that machine with sawdust. Like they're yeah. made for cutting metal, spraying it with coolant, keeping all the ways and everything like clean. And so it's it's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Have you uh, stopped by like the ATF booth to say hi to those guys? <laughs> Not yet. They're doing no. No. <laughs> I saw I, I made a booth set up. I, I nice. wonder if I wondered if people were going to be trolling them. But I guess since you don't <laughs> have like the regular, you know, the average public there, they'll probably be a little more professional, and probably companies not wanting them to come knock on their door. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just they just put something out uh, last week, I think about. Um, like pistols with stock like they're cracking down hard on them and uh so i'm surprised there's not like everybody throwing stuff at the atf booth like (laughs) (laughs) just like rioting but uh yeah i don't know they um i don't know i had someone i had something i lost it um and what else was i gonna ask you oh i did one thing though like talking about the atf is that i had joked in our group that i was like oh yeah i got somebody i'd report to them and I, you know, threw it back to that episode with uh, oh, yeah. Dave Lewis, where we got into that guy. Oh, yeah. Was, I was going to, is he there? No, Dave, Dave and Steven, the guys from my shop, couldn't make it this year. And basically the reason for that is Steven, I don't know if he wants to be saying this, but pretty much funded the other guy to go to SHOT Show, the, the piece of shit guy that huh. tried to steal, or basically stole all their shit. So he, that guy is here. And I haven't mm-hmm. seen him yet because... I don't, I don't know where his booth even is, and also I haven't had time to even care to go look for it. Yeah, but I did see a, a maybe post. he wants a rotary CNC, <laughs> right? Yeah, he wishes. But um, I did see a post that one of their like windows got smashed out, and I was like, ah man, karma's a bitch. <laughs> but I wouldn't put it past him to have done it himself, just to be like, ah, this is why we didn't do so good at shot show. Mm. Like I, I saw a picture of their booth, and I'm like. That's about the worst thing I've seen here. <laughs> like everybody's got like these really professional booths, and then these guys mm. have like this just dinky setup. Yeah, well, that does kind of s- seem like a weird thing because really, I mean, all he's doing is like painting stuff, um, you know, which is cool and and whatever. But I feel like Shot Show is really about like innovation. You yeah, know, you, new stuff. You, yeah, you're not here. His customers are not here. Yeah. What what he needs to be doing is trying to make like you know other like meeting other businesses and and all that but the problem with that is that any other partnership he's going to make he's going to burn the bridge because that's just what he does so whatever 
Yeah. I guess they'll learn that the hard way too. Yep. So, man, this is weird not being able to see you. <laughs> it sounds weird saying that, and I know now that I've said it, I feel weird saying that. But you I miss have, me. like, I like, okay. yeah, like, yeah. Okay. I don't mean like I miss you, man. <laughs> I mean like we have to have our video off because the Wi-Fi is kind of kind of terrible. But it's just it's weird because you know I'm just looking at like this little <laughs> pink and and yellow and red dot like in the middle of the screen. I don't know if yours was the same color. That's, but. that's weird. Mine's just shades of gray. Oh, that's good. That was a colorblind joke. You didn't catch it. Oh, that's right. You are colorblind, aren't you? I forgot yeah. about that. So we did this uh, We did this in the dark because it's a Vegas thing. We figured lights out. Dude, I, there's actually a show here. I don't even want to know what is actually going on. <laughs> Thank God the camera's off. Like, <laughs> yeah, Yeah, Carrie's in here with me, and she's just like staring at me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a picture. Put it on the page. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, but there's this. Uh, we saw. We're you know we're looking through all the things to do here, and there's uh, like lights out dinner, and they literally wear night vision goggles, and <laughs> you <laughs> you eat dinner completely in the dark. You have no idea what you're eating. They just. Bring I mean, if you're wearing you. night, if no, you're, you're wearing... Not wearing the night vision. Oh, yeah, like the the, the wait staff. Yeah, that's it's, that's isn't that creepy? Like you got to yeah. really trust somebody when you hire them to be like, "Hey, don't fuck with these people." <laughs> yeah, because uh, I would just imagine the weirdest shit probably happens there. That I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, that's that's a little odd. I'm gonna go to the podcast there, <laughs> and then just be like, "How did I get here?" When the lights come on. <laughs> yeah, this this isn't my hotel room. Yeah. At least you're not in the bathroom like when you were in New York City. I know. Well, uh, when we did that, I had all the kids, so there's no way it would be mm. quiet. That's yeah. right. I think Kira's watching a movie on her phone and pretending she can't hear me. <laughs> oh, man. Taking a video of her right now. Send it to you. Okay, cool. She either can't hear me or she's actually... She's me. probably just ignoring you. Yep, she looked over. She can hear me. That's embarrassing. All right, we got to cut the podcast. Now she knows. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, I'm trying to pull up the patrons here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot I had logged into mine. I, you know, I just posted my first YouTube video in like a couple months, I think. Um, it was another laser review video, but it's so weird. Like I was doing so much YouTube stuff and now I like hardly ever do it at all. And it's like it feels weird posting a video and and you know, I used to be real crazy about, you know, checking the numbers and seeing where stuff was at. And I like, I couldn't care less. Uh, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't really do anything for me anymore. And I mean, I don't, I, I haven't been getting much out of it anyways. So I don't know. YouTube has, has been pretty weird lately. If uh, people didn't know, shorts are getting monetized here, I think February 1st. Um, so I had to go in and like, on both of my accounts, I had to, you know, agree to like their terms or whatever. Huh. But now that's going to be another place to get monetized. And I don't know how it's going to work. Like, I don't know if you're like, if your YouTube is already monetized, does it, you know, does it automatically make you be monetized on shorts? I, I'm not, I don't really know anything about any of that stuff, but hmm. yeah, I don't know. Be, be interesting. 
it's uh, YouTube. Yeah, you know, I know everybody's like, oh, YouTube's dying and and blah blah blah. And you know, I hear like a lot of the big creators talking about how bad it's getting over there, but they're still just doing the same stuff they've been doing. Like nobody, people seem real re- resistant to changing anything. And I don't know hmm. why can I not get our patrons to come up? Oh, because I was on the our patron account, like who we patronize. All right, I've got it. Nice. So, uh, yeah, in case you weren't aware, we have a Patreon where you can support us. You can find us over there at patreon.com slash makeshift podcast. We had a couple different levels. One of them gets you in a group chat, which is always very interesting. I highly recommend getting in on that. It's, it's pretty funny, pretty stupid, but usually pretty funny. Uh, and we also read everyone's name every week, so I'm going to go ahead and do that now. We've got Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concepts, Hatch Made It, uh, Ed Johns from ButtJoints.com, JJ's Repair, Green Street Joinery, Michael Nye, Vincent Ferrari, Brenda, Chad's Custom Creations, Mike from Pixels to Prototype, Toby Mural of UK Knife Maker Supply, Henry Davis of HD1 Metalworks, Woodland Iron, David Beckwith, Matthew from Artigino Serio, Jake Largan of Metal Chef Customs, MaritimeKnifeSupply.com, Adam Coonrat, David Wood, The Grant Alexander, Austin Saunders, and Brad. And if you guys want your names read, read off like in a different way or whatever, you can change them in patreon so just make sure you do that because i just read them however you guys write them was but, somebody complaining no just uh just yeah just let them know yeah <laughs> did you like how i had i tried to have them um make the cover oh my gosh yeah i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna mention that yeah because so a little backstory like i messaged you and was like hey you know it would really help me out if you could help design the the thumbnail for this week and you immediately went to our patrons on the instagram group and we're like yo it would really help me out if you guys would do this for me and i never even saw that message until it was buried hey anytime you need me to take on a little extra responsibility and yeah, then immediately hand it over to the patrons. yeah you'll delegate I'll be, it to, I'll be happy to. <laughs> to a bunch of others that's good see in my mind it was <laughs> There's more creativity there, right? Like these are, and I'm gonna kiss their ass for a minute, but these are these are some of the most creative people out there, right? Our patrons are the best, and uh, we got them on the Discord, and I linked up BidJourney to it because you know last episode we were talking about the AI stuff, and then when they got in there, it, it was it was a hoot, like they were going to town, like it was it was a burn fest, like every which way. And the best part was none of us know how to use Midjourney, so it was like, <laughs> yeah, the worst AI. Well, I love how a couple people in there are like, "Well, you really got to tailor it and say this and whatever." And then like somebody else would come in that, and they were like, "Izzy, big, uh, two sailors sitting at desk." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, unfortunately, none of that made it to the cover art because it just. <laughs> It didn't make it any sense. It probably would have made Izzy mad or <laughs> just it was, wouldn't, it was wouldn't weird. make sense. Yeah. Um, but it was it was funny. Oh, yeah. um, 
I think my favorite was uh, somebody put in there about the War of eighteen twelve and the Canadians being mad about it. I missed it. Was, it was literally it literally made it as toddlers in like <laughs> red coat uniforms with and they all look grumpy. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, I'm gonna have to find that one and, and send that it was an it. AI. That was an actual image <laughs> uh, taken from from yeah. 1813. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh! All right. Well, what do you think? You got uh, you got anything else? I feel like we're a little short this week, but yeah, that's all right. We are we're a little short every week. <laughs> uh, all right. Fun. Well. Thank you for all the support, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you. All right. We'll see everyone next week then. All right. See you. Bye.